Hey everyone, and welcome to the HR Vision Podcast. I'm your host, Ivo, and every week I'm going to have a conversation that matters about HR and HR technology. Hey there, welcome to episode 46 of the HR Vision Podcast. I hope everyone listening is doing well. Um, on today's episode, we will be talking Microsoft and some recent news that are important to the HR community. So it's only fitting Microsoft person with us, right? So let me welcome Tulsi to the podcast. Hey, Tulsi, how's it going? Good, how are you, Evo? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for uh, for coming on. Uh, Tulsi has a solid track record with Microsoft business applications. First as a consultant, she even was a part of the 4Vision team once, long, long time ago, maybe not. And now on the other side as a product manager uh, as at uh, Microsoft. So she will talk a bit more about that in a moment. But today, me and Tulsi will mainly talk about a very specific subject. The ongoing merge announced by Microsoft and Dynamics 365 HR module back to the finance and operations platform. A lot of content about it, but Microsoft gave us a bit more clarity recently, and that's why Tulsi kindly accepted our invitations to be here with us. So let's not waste any more time. Tulsi, let's start Let's start with you. Give us a bit of an intro about yourself and uh, your professional background. Thanks, Ivo. Thank you for having me. It's um, always... Uh, pleasure coming back, uh, you know, and uh, uh, having the conversations with uh, old colleagues, of course. Um, no. So I, um, like you mentioned, I am currently a product manager with Microsoft. I am uh, spearheading um, one of the biggest uh, impactful um, topic um, of infrastructure merge. Um, yeah. that, and I have been with Microsoft for about um, a year now, uh, mm -hmm. and I have been in the Dynamics world for almost a decade. Wow. Um, so, yeah, just uh, working with um, various partners and ISVs um, and um, mainly focusing on the human resources product. But I also have a little bit of background in finance and project operations, etc. Okay, so that's why it makes a lot of sense that you're here today. So let me let me ask you what what has been your experience so far in the other side, right? In the with Microsoft and what what have you been up to lately? Well, it's been all about the whole um, infrastructure merge. So we have been bringing the human resources product that was a standalone uh, platform um, onto back into. Uh, finance and operations uh, platform. So that has been my main focus over the last year. All right. All right. So let's talk. Let's talk about that. I guess the people listening and people following us for some time, they they kind of know what is this merge about and, 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 and why is it happening. But let's recap a bit on that since since you're here. Let's start there. What 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 is this merge all about, and 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 why is it happening? Yeah. Um, so, H um, HR Human Resources um, was a module part of um, the finance uh, platform, um, and at some point 
uh, about four five years ago, it was taken onto its own standalone application that was um, providing the flexibility for customers. Um, and now we're just bringing it back because um, from the platform perspective, it gives a lot of uh, additional capabilities to the customers. So we're just taking that standalone, bringing it back into uh, finance and that way, the customers that have uh, finance and project operations and other applications uh, would be able to utilize it uh, in more cohesive manner. Okay. Uh, besides that cohesiveness, do you think uh, what are the other? Can you talk a bit more about what are the other benefits of bringing you know that this HR platform into the finance and operations? Yeah. Um, absolutely. So. Um, it uh, provides a great flexibility in terms of extensibility, um, provides flexibility of the platform that we have on the finance infrastructure that we did not have. So uh, the standalone human resources has been a sealed solution. Um, mm -hmm. So there was no um, code level development uh, from customers and partners perspective that could be done. It was all um, you know, whatever uh, standard application uh, provided. And then you had, um, you know, other uh, means to extend it from personalizations and save views and things like that. But there was no real code development or code extensibility that was available on the standalone application. Whereas when we have this on the finance infrastructure, um, there, there is that um, available for partners and for customers. Um, so if there are specific scenarios that are uh, applicable um, where they need to extend that solution uh, from, you know, customization perspective, mm -hmm. um, that is uh, available. Uh, integration is uh, also more flexible, right? Um, so you can use um, different extensibility platforms to uh, integrate with other areas, uh, other applications, third-party solutions, etc., cetera, uh, in a more um, improved manner than, than what used to be available. Do you think it will become a very, very much more solid? Absolutely. all around Absolutely. right mm -hmm. all right we, we we've been talking or we've been hearing as well these these two terms migration and merge um so i would like I, I would like to yeah to ask you to try to clarify a little bit it seems like migration is the first step and merge will be the ultimate step in this uh, whole process but can you cl clarify a little bit about that absolutely so um, that's that's actually a really great question because I know there has been a little bit of confusion uh, in the community around it. So I'm glad you asked. Um, so the infrastructure merge itself is what we did um, as product group, right? Microsoft did um, to bring in the solution uh, from the standalone application onto the finance platform. Um, the customer migration is what we're referring to as lift and shift migration. Mm -hmm. So this is where uh, we provide that automated tooling um, that allows you to use um, LCS. This is through LCS, uh, Lifecycle Services, mm -hmm. um, that allows you to migrate your standalone application 
onto finance, all your database, all your uh, workflows and your personalizations and security roles and all of that um, gets automatically um, uh, brought into the finance uh, in an empty environment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that is your customer migration. Um, merge itself um, is an optional step, the customer merge. Um, it is not required. So if this is more for customers that have uh, finance or project operations and other applications that they're using. Mm -hmm. um, if they want to bring all of that with HR into one environment, that is where the merge happens, if that is something that the organization desires. Um, so we are not requiring um, for customers to merge. Um, if they wish to keep the environment separate for human resources, um, and you know other applications that is absolutely at their discretion. Pretty clear to me. All right, um, Microsoft, and you just you just mentioned it uh, uh, there. Microsoft announced recently its automated migration tooling for this operation, right? Um, mm -hmm. Which it's been called the lift and shift thing. Uh, so yeah, what what can you tell us about that? What is that? What is that tooling and how it can it will help um, partners, clients to move their their environments from HR to FNO? Yeah. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, um, you can use lifecycle services to um, migrate your environment, um, you know, in more automated manner. Um, mm -hmm. So what happens is based on this is based on um, the licensing that the customer has. So if you have uh, human resources licenses, um, you know, you automatically get access um, to this, um, you know, project that you can create on Lifecycle Services or LCS. Um, and once you create that project, you have migrate HR uh, button available that you don't have if you um you know if you don't have the appropriate licensing or um you know if you don't if you're not a human resources customer right because this is okay. uh, specific to uh our current customers that need to migrate um and mm -hmm. what happens is you can create a copy of your production environment uh into sandbox uh and then migrate your sandbox which is your test um environment right default acceptance testing environment um so you can migrate your sandbox do your validation and again that would migrate everything for you um and you can do your validation testing you can um, do as many iterations as you would like to migrate your sandbox um, you know, just to get comfortable with the process. Um, mm -hmm. And then once you're comfortable with that, um, you know, have your appropriate um, onboarding done, your methodology done, because it's similar to, you know, current uh, finance uh, customer experience as well. Um, you have to just go through all of those onboarding processes, uh, methodology, um, and um, do your subscription estimator, et cetera. Uh, and then once you go through all of those processes and verify that you have migrated your sandbox, et cetera, um, you get access to your production environment um, on finance and you can migrate your production um, in the same manner. The whole 
automated process takes approximately three to four hours, um, depending on customers, um, you know, data. So uh, that's uh, um, estimated downtime, uh, but okay. it could be less. Okay. I, it doesn't seem a lot to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty pretty good work by by Microsoft. Um, I have a quick before going to scenarios and what this can mean to to customers and what maybe they will do in each scenario. Uh, I have a a question, uh, kind of a curious question, because yeah. we have a lot of a good feedback about the integration of of leave and absence bot on on Teams, like people being able to. Uh, you know, book their leaves through through Teams, and that is very much based on the Dynamics 365 HR platform, right? Mm -hmm. So, being based on it, will it still be available after the the migration? After the merge, will be something that Microsoft will take care of? Yes. Um, so, um, it is currently so we're in the process of, of migrating that uh, Teams um, integration solution to Power Platform-based solutions. So it's uh, called Power Pages. It's a new uh, technology that uh, the Power Platform is um, spearheading. So we are in the process of migrating that uh, integration solution. Um, and once it is uh, available, it will be um, available on the finance infrastructure. So currently it is still uh, only available on the standalone application, but um, you know, once we have um, released that uh, new um, technology-based solution, um, it will be available. All right, that's pretty, that's pretty clear. Um, now, let me give you three scenarios of, uh, of clients or, or customers. Um, yeah. And you you let me know what is going to happen with them in terms of this sure. migration or or merge. Um, so if a customer only has Dynamics 365 HR right now, doesn't have finance and operations, they will need to be migrated right to the new right. tool. What what are the steps they need to take? They or their preferred partner to do the, this merge or migration for them? Absolutely. So like I mentioned before. Uh, since they are um, current uh, human resources customer, they will get access to a new LCS project. So they'll be able to create that project uh, and have um, those migrate uh, tooling available within um, LCS. Uh, and they will be able to follow the steps to um, just migrate their sandbox initially go through the methodology um, and onboarding process to ensure you know appropriate steps have been taken etc uh, and then they'll have access to their production environment and then they would be able to migrate their production environment all of this is you know automated process outside of the validation and you know it which is similar to any implementation that they would do uh, okay so that's, uh, that's one one piece. follow one follow up one follow up on this um, mm -hmm. on this scenario is what happened. I don't know if you can answer this, but in any case, I will ask uh, <laughs> what happens to licensing there, right? You have a license to use Dynamics 365 HR. Will that be transferred into the into FNO that license? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Okay. So again, a great question, Evo. So the licensing currently is different for finance customers and for human resources customers, right? Mm -hmm. Like the um, the finance customers, there is a requirement of minimum 20 seat, uh, full um, seat, right? Whereas on the human resources side, we have full five um, seat licensing requirements. Okay. So that still stays the same. Um, so. Right whatever licenses the customer has currently will be transitioned to um you know uh the finance uh side um so uh, they will have access to the new environment based on their current licensing perfect clear like spring water all right uh <laughs> let's go over another scenario so if yeah. the if a customer or client only has fno right now and they want to they want to include an hr module in in there is that migrate is this migration necessary at all for them or will the, just the hr module be ready for them to acquire within the, the fno platform what happens there so the functionality human resources functionality is available but um their data etc that is in their hr application the standalone application needs to be uh, migrated, right? Mm -hmm. um, so they can uh, use, you know, similar to the standalone uh, customers, they can use that uh, migration project um, okay. to migrate their uh, standalone application uh, environments to finance uh, environment, right? Uh, which will be a separate environment. If they decide to merge on their existing environment um, a lot of that is um, manual process um, you know we are working to provide um, additional resources um, but a lot of that will be manual um, so some of the resources that we are working um, to provide is you know uh, provide uh, additional templates um, and things like that but a lot of you know that is more of that uh, data management framework uh, templates that um, uses export import functionality, right? That is uh, currently um, available. Um, so um, we uh, have identified certain gaps uh, from entities' perspective. So we are looking to, um, you know, provide those entities um, that are not available. Um, but again, um, you know, it depends on the data that the customer has. Um, so. Um, like I mentioned, migration is more of that automated process. Merge itself, if they choose to bring in um, to their existing finance environment, will be more of a manual process. Okay. Do you, would you advise to contact their preferred partners to do this? Would 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 you know? Would partners probably will be better instructed and better equipped also to deal with that without messing up the data and and, and keeping it secure. Absolutely. You know, um, we work um, with the partner channel for that reason, right? The partners yeah. have the experience with different scenarios and they have the knowledge base um, to, you know, from the technical perspective, um, you know, because they have um, additional exposure um, to uh, the the uh, framework behind yeah. um, the solution, et cetera. Um, so it, it is helpful, but you know, that's uh, a, a absolutely at the customer's discretion. Definitely. All right. Uh, let's let's look into the future. Can you can you give us 
an overview of the timelines what what happens next for uh, for for microsoft and 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 for all these steps about the migration um so the customers um that are um on the standalone application mm -hmm. uh will need to move from their um, current uh, standalone human resources to the uh, finance infrastructure. Um, we just released a public preview of the migration tooling on October 31st, mm -hmm. um, and we are working towards um, uh, getting feedback from customers and um, also the wrinkles um, that we found, right? Uh, for example, some of the dual right mapping issues, etc. Um, mm. We are also in the process of, um, you know, solidifying um, and um, this the migration tooling to um, make it generally available. Um, and the idea is um, to um, make this uh, available from. 12 months um, of when the tooling is available. So around um, this time um, Next in year. 2023, yeah, okay. um, is when um, the deadline would be to, you know, for the customers to migrate off of the standalone application. Okay. Do, do you think that <clears throat> might or it can depend on the feedback that you get from uh, from customers about how difficult this might be. Of course, you are not expecting a lot of difficulties with uh, with the new automated migration uh, toolbox. But do you think do you think it, it can be extended in case that customers are finding some difficulties with this migration? Um, there are no plans currently to yep. extend um, the timeline, um, but we will be sure to. Um, work with um, you know customers. Uh, of course, we uh, recommend highly to work with their partners um, and or uh, fast track um, uh, team as well if they are a fast track customer. Um, yep. And then we of course have um, additional guidance available. We have uh, support uh, teams available, um, you know, to help resolve any uh, issues. But this is one of the reasons that we would recommend uh, moving sooner rather than later, um, just so we can identify any blockers um, and, of course, um, work towards uh, giving resolution to those. It makes it makes sense. Um... One one more thing before I let you go about the feedback from from customers. Um, is there something that you can share with us? How our customers are are taking this? Do they see the value? Um, you know, what are the general feedback that you that you guys been been having? Well, um, the general feedback has been uh, pretty positive um, mm -hmm. from what we have heard. Um, you know, because um, the the customers, uh, especially the customers that are using multiple applications um they see the value in you know bringing this into uh one onto one platform mm -hmm. um and um uh, you know th that additional flexibility that is available um for for the solution and we are not um not deprecating anything, right? All of the functionality is actually just uh, being replaced um, with um, better technology. Yeah. Um, so um, that um, has been generally positive. Um, I uh, it does um, 
you know, it's it's a short term pain for a long term gain. Well, I, it seems like the perfect sentence to end this episode. So <laughs> <laughs> very good, Tulsi. Well, uh, this was very insightful. I think it will help a lot of people out there in the in the community, um, a lot of the customers and the partners as well. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, it was very insightful for me. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Absolutely. It's been well, a pleasure as always. Um, and yeah, um, if there are any um, questions or comments, please, you know, I encourage uh, everybody to reach out. We have Yammer groups um, that um, are also great uh, resources for collaboration, you know, with customers and partners and Microsoft Teams. So um, highly recommend um, reaching out as well. All right. Absolutely. Okay, Tulsi, thank you so much once again. Um, have a good evening. Well, have a good day in your case. It's evening for my side. Um, so thank you once again. And uh, yeah, everyone listening out there, I'll catch you next time. Yeah, thank you.